Welcome to Hustle and Pro Season 2, talking sports in Frisco from youth to pro. Now here's your host, Kelly Walker. Welcome to Hustle and Pro. I've been trying to book today's guest since the very beginning of Hustle and Pro, so I'm very excited to have Megan Carney here. Hi, Megan. Hi. Thanks for joining us. So, Megan, you are a McKinney local. Um, you play, played lacrosse here growing up, but now you play at Syracuse University, and you were in on some of the U19 US women's lacrosse action. So we're going to talk about that and a couple other things. You ready to jump in? Yes, let's go. Okay. Who's your favorite athlete of all time? Probably in the lacrosse world, Michelle Tumelo, but outside of that, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Okay. What's the farthest distance traveled for sports? Um, Canada. Ah, for the, for this U19 championships we're going to talk about, huh? That's the farthest I've gone. Last year. Okay. What about your favorite sports movie? Um, definitely Rudy, the Notre Dame one. Yes, I love Rudy. Um, what about, like, have you learned any cool stick tricks over the years of playing lacrosse? Um, yes, I've definitely developed a few tricks under my sleeve just from watching the older players and just through social media. But, yep, always working on the stick tricks. Anything cool that you can describe over a podcast? <laughs> oh, geez. Um, let's see. Probably it's probably just a like different combination of multiple tricks, not just one singular trick. So just uh, hitting it off the sidewall to around around my back, under the legs, over the shoulder, stuff like that. Very cool. So I should mention, I didn't mention this off the top, that younger voice you heard during those quick hits was Reese Walker. So my daughter Reese is here joining us. She is a lacrosse player too, so she had some exciting questions for you. Okay, so you went to John Paul II for high school, um, and there's not you know high school lacrosse everywhere here in Texas yet anyway. So it's up to club play to provide that environment for um, these high school players. So tell us about your club experience here and um, how it prepared you for your college experience. Yeah, so basically I started playing club lacrosse in sixth grade. Um, I was fortunate enough to be coached by Molly Ford, who came down to Dallas as soon as I was starting club lacrosse. And she was on the USA team and played at Georgetown. So she was very experienced, knew a lot of people and brought down a pretty pretty um, advanced coaching staff with her. So that just helped me get more involved because my mom knew like I was going to love her. So she actually tricked me into going to like what I thought was just a day camp or like a little clinic, but it was actually tryouts for the team because she knew I was going to fall in love with it. So then from there, it just took off and I was lucky to have coaches that was able to help me get recruited and noticed and um, just get me exposed to a higher level of lacrosse. So I was wondering, have you always played attack or did you start off your lacrosse journey with like a different position? Um, so I actually in high school, just because we had a smaller team and it wasn't, um, we weren't that strong of a team yet, I played midi. Um, I also took the draw sometimes, so I have a little experience with that, but I've always wanted or liked attack more. But yeah, I, I played midi in high school, but club and in college, I moved to attack. I think that's good for, I mean, I don't know how common that is. That kind of happened to Reese too, but it's probably good to make a more well-rounded player when you have to switch. You can probably see the field differently and adjust and adapt differently with those experiences. 
Okay, so your sophomore year in high school, you'd already committed to Syracuse, right? So why yes. Syracuse? Um, so what I said earlier, my favorite lacrosse player, Michelle Tumlo, she first recruited me when she was at Florida and I went and visited. I loved her. We like totally hit it off, had a great like bond. Um, but Florida wasn't the school for me. So then she left and went to Syracuse where she played in college and recruited me from there. And so that was perfect. I fell in love with the school. Um, I love Gary and just like the, his style of play that he coaches was uh, the best fit for me. And then academics, they have a great sports marketing school. So I knew that was going to be a good fit and it helped that Michelle was there, but however she had left and gone to Oregon by the time I got there, but that was fine because I mean, I still loved Gary. I loved the school um, as a whole and just, I wanted to get out of the hot weather here in Texas. So it was nice to have a change of climate and it's beautiful up there. Yeah, it seems like that's a very popular, I'm sure it's a powerhouse for lacrosse, but for kids around here who play lacrosse, um, Syracuse is one of those most popular, like top schools that people want to get up to, I guess. I've heard you say that the college gameplay is faster. So what about the jump um, from there to international play? Um, yeah, so that was definitely a little different because of the rule change. We were playing quarters and it was three, three, and three, so there weren't as many people on the field, but it was definitely different going from college to international. However, I didn't have um, a season of college yet because the U.S. team, we played, um, where is that, over the summer, or no, so I did have a year of college, and then I went and played, so the difference was basically there was less people on the field and we had we the rules were different so like for defense they couldn't go in the crease or whatever and then pretty sure we had like stop on the whistle and just the rules with the yellow cards and how those worked but it's definitely different because um there was less people in the field so we were able to be more spread out and in college there was four attackers rather than three so how many people less so you're saying less people on the field for on at the national team yes so there was three defense three midfielders and three attackers where in college it's four three four gotcha so you're missing two players out there with you yes gotcha which makes a pretty big difference oh I bet I bet okay so tell me about I've read that the process um your process of getting to that team so of you not thinking you made the cut for that U19 women's team. And then obviously you ended up making the cut. So tell me what that was about and how that went down. Um, yeah, so it was the summer going into my freshman, freshman year of college where I was trying out and going through the trial process. And it was in Baltimore, Maryland. I think it was in June, I want to say. And there was a ton of girls there. There was so many girls there. I knew maybe like five. And everyone else is all from that area. They've played together, so they all, like, knew each other. And it was me and two of my friends from Dallas – or from Texas went up there to try out. And so I got cut. Um, I was injured. I had – I actually ended up having a stress fracture in my back. So when I got to Syracuse in the fall, in August, I um, had to get looked at because I didn't want to get an MRI during the summer and then have to sit out all of lacrosse for the whole summer because I had 
the adrenaline All-American game. I had the Under Armour All-American game. I had my last club tournament with my team, and then I had U.S. tryouts. So I was just going to play through it. Um, I was in a lot of pain, however. But So I got cut. I got to Syracuse. Um, the doctors were like, yeah, you have to sit out all fall, which was awful to hear because I've been waiting like for that moment, basically, to get to college and start playing. Right. So then I sat out all fall, had to do like physical therapy and just make like basically my lower body stronger to support my back. So then luckily I got cleared to play in our last, I think our last fall ball tournament in, I think it was October, the end of October. We played, and it was in Boston, I believe, and we ended up playing Northwestern, who the head coach was a U.S. U19 coach, and I got cleared to play, so that was my, I think, first time playing, and then she saw me play again, reached out to Gary, and was like, hey, can you set me up with a phone call with Megan? Like, Wow. So I ended up talking to her on the phone and she invited me to come back and try out again, like to continue the tryout process. So then it was, I think, January, I, in one of their training camps in their um, spring premiere, I think it was. And we played like Stanford, Japan, England. So we were playing a bunch of games. And then from there, I just continued the tryout process and luckily I made it. So when you, I think you started with the summer part of the process when you didn't think you were on the team did you think that was kind of it like you didn't expect I mean my guess is you didn't know you'd be sitting out all fall but um when you came back for that one um fall ball tournament you weren't thinking that game you were kind of trying to get back on her radar or or were you did you know not at all I had I hadn't been thinking that at all because I didn't know that was a thing or possible to bring me back to try out but I mean, just playing through the game, I wanted to beat them, obviously, because she had just cut me. But um, yeah, no, I never thought I was going to get invited back. Wow. So with that stress fracture in your back, if you wouldn't have come back at that exact timing, right, for that one last game, yeah. you'd have waited till I guess spring ball or whatever started or January. Um, you wouldn't have gotten in on that at all. You wouldn't have had that national team experience, huh? No, I think it was everything happens for a reason. I was very lucky that um, I was able to get clear and play in that last tournament. That's pretty amazing timing. Is that your um, most severe injury this far? Or did yeah, you- I haven't hurt or knock on wood, broken anything else, but <laughs> just my back, really, the stress fracture. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound good. I was going to say, how much pain were you in? But you, you said over the summer, all those summer games, you've definitely – could feel it. So it just happened over time. Um, yeah, just like overuse, just like shooting a lot and just overworking it just kind of wore it down. And yeah, it was definitely painful. Man, I bet. Okay. So fast forward to you actually getting to play in that U19, um, tournament. So you guys beat everybody that you played. So y'all beat Australia, England, Canada, Wales, and Hong Kong. And I see here that you outscore or that our team outscored the opponents 128 to 20. That's a pretty big (laughs) differential. So what did you learn or take away from that experience last year? Um, Yeah, it's definitely fun just being able to play with girls from all over that were who I had honestly just played against in the college season before the national tournament. 
Um, but yeah, it's definitely cool playing with everyone from all over that now I will play against in college and still just like have that friendship and that bond. But just being able to go out there and compete and honestly, in the back of my head, I was just like thinking how lucky I was that I was even out there after the whole tryout process. So just like living in the moment basically and just enjoying it all because that's a once in a lifetime experience. Um, are any of the girls that were on that team with you that you guys got to come together as a team and um, celebrate that, uh, were any of them girls that you looked forward to playing with when you were younger? Um, yeah, so Kaylin Warsberger was on the team with me, and she was originally committed to Syracuse, so we were always playing the Lake Placid tournament together, and I would go to Florida and hang out with her, and I'd go to her house up in Skinny Atlas on the lake in New York, and we'd hang out there. So I've always been really close with her, and I always looked forward to playing like with her in college. However, she decommitted and is now going to uh, North Carolina. But it was definitely fun being able to play with her on a team because we've always like dreamed of doing that together. And so like it was just a cool experience. I have a quick question about um, being a multi-sport athlete. So you played – volleyball for high school right while you were also playing obviously lacrosse your main focus was lacrosse do you think playing two sports through high school made you a stronger lacrosse player um definitely so it just helps um cross training I don't know if you've heard of that but just training in a different sport is going to help you carry over I don't know if volleyball is probably the best cross training sport for lacrosse but I also played basketball and soccer when I was younger which definitely helps just having that IQ and being able to see a field and helps also helps you like not get burnt out. So being able to go from one sport to another helps me take a break and just have fun. Cause I wasn't like that serious about volleyball. So it just gave me an opportunity to have fun and just not always think about lacrosse. Is there a certain reason why you wear number 22? Um, so Gary Gate, who's my coach at Syracuse, he is known for wearing 22. And so, however, going to college, I wanted to wear 35 after Michelle Tumlo. And so when I was on a visit up at Syracuse before going there, Gary, um, we were sitting down. He asked me if I wanted to wear 22. And I was kind of like in shock at first. And I was like, no, like, it's okay. Like, I'll wear 35. And then I later realized, like, I can't turn down that number. Like, of course, I'll take 22, so I sent him a text and told him, like, yes, I'd love to wear 22. That's cool. Okay, I was going to ask you something. I noticed on your Twitter um, that you are watching, like, some of the Buccaneers action lately, so I was curious. You answered this earlier, but I was going to ask if you were a Gronk or a Tom Brady fan, so you said earlier you're a Tom Brady fan. How did that, how did that come to be? Since so you're a when, girl. So when I was, I know everyone gives me crap for it, they're like, you know how a Patriots fan and so when I was younger one of our neighbors on the street who I grew up with we were really close with their family and they're from Boston so they're big Patriots fans and I actually played flag football with a bunch of my guy friends when I was younger and so we were always a Patriots so just growing up being on the, that team and growing up like around them and always being with them I kind of just developed that love for the Patriots and my dad and I always against the Cowboys so I was never a Cowboys fan because neither of my parents liked them so I just stuck with the Patriots but now he's at Buccaneers so we'll see. Yeah. Are you now so I'm guessing you're you're jumping on the Buccaneers bandwagon right? 
Um, so we're family friends with um, Jarrett Stidham, who he, he's married. Yeah. He's married to Kennedy Brown. So we're family friends with them. So we have that tie still with the Patriots, I guess. But I don't know. I guess I'll be a Brady and Gronk fan. We'll see. I think it's cool that they – that he's coming back to team up with them again. I mean, it could be stupid. Like we'll see. They might both not be able to have a good season, but it's a cool story. It'd be interesting to watch. I can tell you for sure. I will watch more Buccaneers games this year than I ever have in the past. Oh, to see what's going on. Just because it's interesting, right? Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time. I know that you, um, man, when I said I tried to get you all last year, obviously from what we just talked about, you've been busy and, um, on the go playing everywhere. And we were super proud last summer to share the news that you guys won. I think um, I read that it's definitely like the most um, impressive U19 women's uh, showing that we've ever had. So that's really exciting. So thank you for taking a few minutes to sit with us today. So we want to say um, keep killing it out there, go cues. And um, also to everybody listening, thank you for listening to Hustle and Pro and subscribe whatever um, method that you use to listen to podcasts. Thank you.